What's going on, everybody? This is another episode of the Hold a Husband Podcast. I'm your host, Terry Deron. I got both of my co-hosts on the line with me tonight. I got my man, Jay Bavo. What's good? Not much, man. Hey, shout out to my next team to get this dub tonight against Miami. Yeah. But, yeah. But just want to remind y'all real quick, if y'all haven't already, make sure y'all follow us on TikTok as well. Subscribe to us on YouTube at Hold a Husband Podcast. And for anybody that's interested in promotions or advertising, you can shoot us a DM on Instagram at Hold a Husband Podcast, as well as shoot us an email at Hold a Husband Podcast at gmail.com. All right, T. Uh, I also got my man SD in the building. What's good? Look, man, a little under the weather, but I'm excited about this episode. So right. first, I want to give a shout, shout out to uh, Brother Soul Production for always keeping the background audio fresh. And then I want to remind you all to donate to the Hold a Husband podcast on Cash App and PayPal. All right. Uh, I want to remind everybody that y'all can catch the audio playback of the podcast every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on the core94.com. Tonight's episode is titled Illusion of Beauty. Uh, We're going to be having a discussion about how beauty uh, and beauty enhancements uh, impact the dating world and the perception women have of themselves. Uh, So this should be a real interesting conversation. Um, but y'all know how we do it around here, man. We like to discuss stuff that we've seen on our timelines uh, that have been trending or gone viral. Uh, and so I came across this one video on my timeline where a man was uh, giving a real straight to the point male perspective on deflection. Let's take a listen. No, hold on. If I'm talking to you about an issue I have, let's address that issue. Don't deflect by saying, and what about you? We can't get nowhere pointing the fingers with no solutions. Let me get mine out and we fix that. Then you get yours out and we fix that issue. But bringing up something you could have been spoke on only because I spoke on something, let me know you was holding what you had as ammo. Facts. Mm. Um, one of the key key components to having a healthy relationship with somebody is the, is the ability to, to have conflict resolution and to be able to confront issues without, you know, beating around the bush or having to be passive aggressive about it. If, if somebody that you care about comes to you and explains to you how something that you said or done is creating a problem, if you really, you can either provide them with the explanation for your behavior or what you said, or you can alter your behavior. Um, so I, I don't have any problem with what he said, but we see how that goes in my comments all the time. But what about the men? <laughs> um, yeah. Anytime, said, yeah, never fails. Anytime. Facts. Yeah, man. Um, I think that all of us can attest to this. I think the majority, the vast majority of the time that I have brought up an issue to a woman, it was flipped back on me with something that Facts. I have done. This is Girl. not something that we know. And, and just from dealing with women, when you deal with a lot of women, you know that they do not take constructive criticism well, no matter how you say it. You can say it in the nice way, <laughs> nicest way possible, because they always try to say, well, it's not I how don't you like said your tone. It. Yeah, it's not yeah. what you said. It's how you it's said how it, right? You can say it in the nicest way possible, baby. You getting a little pouch down here around your bladder now. You know, we should try to work out. What? But you, your junk hanging out. And it don't matter how you say it, they're going to take offense to it nine times out of ten. And then that typically uh, causes an argument within the relationship 
and and animosity towards each other right after that. It happens almost all the time. No, no doubt. You know what it is? A lot of times women just have a um, prescribed notion that it's always a man's fault no matter what. I, oh, yeah. I'll give you a quick example. I put a post on, on the Hold Others podcast page. She was talking about both the men and women. So some of the women that comment, first thing they go is talk about the men. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, she said the women too. Nah, they want to focus on the men. Yep. yep. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always easier to talk about others than, than yourself. Um, but, but we talk about this all the time. In order for men to have successful women, they have to self-assess. They have to yep. correct the things that they exes and girls complained about. Otherwise, they won't have success. You know what I mean? Like having money and, and having things that attract women only gets you so far. Um, and if you're actually trying to genuinely have something with a woman, you really want a woman that likes you for who you are as a man. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like like what you stand on, what the, how you operate, how you handle your friends, others, and people that you can't benefit from. Those are the true characters of, of how a man really is. Um, not just how much he can buy you or spend on a date. Yeah, and the and the on the flip side is that is that women don't have to do any self assessment to get any type of anything from men. Right. Women can get everything from a man. They can get bills paid. They can get sex. They can get dinners. They can get clothes, purses. They can get all types hmm. of stuff from men just for being how they are at that particular time. They don't have to make any adjustments right. to themselves. Well, so then the problem comes in when they get into an actual relationship where somebody cares about them or whatever. And then that guy tells them, hey, you know, hmm. I don't like the way you do this or you shouldn't do that. And then they like, well, wait a minute now. <laughs> Craig, Leon, yeah. John, Bob, they never yeah. had a problem with that. You know what, what you mean? You know. Yeah, you they know always make it seem yeah. like they dump they ex. Go exactly. ahead, Jay. No, it's the same. The, the reason for that is they know those men that's doing all that stuff you just said, SD, right? Those men, many of those men are doing it in hopes of sleeping with, if they're not already sleeping with them already. So, you know, when a dude comes and he's used to, he's successful when he's used to getting women, right? He, when he says, hey, I, I'm not gonna go for this. Yeah, she's gonna look at him like he's crazy. Cause at that point she feels like she's above reproach. Well, uh, and a lot of women have this kind of perception that them cutting a guy off or no longer sleeping with the guy is gonna drastically impact him. You know what I mean? like. Like they'll they'll try to threaten you with cutting you off or cutting <laughs> off the pussy and stuff like that. And I, I used to I would, I I would try not to react to it like physically, but right. inside I will always be laughing like like who the fuck she thinks she's talking to, man? You know what I'm saying? Like it's hard trying to be faithful to your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you threatening to not fuck me no more is not is not gonna shatter my life. You know what I'm saying? Like. Uh, you, you see them on social media when one of these celebrity girls break up with a celebrity guy. Oh, Diddy somewhere crying right now. Cassie got a new man. Diddy got eight girlfriends. Why in the world do he care about Cassie? Like he don't. He ain't sitting around crying about Cassie. But when you when you go back to the deflection part of it, man, that's just a lot. I think a lot of men that have dealt with <clears throat> a lot of women, it's just something that we expect. So a lot of can, times, I, can I ask a question? Men, real quick Terry, real quick so a lot of times men don't even say anything we don't even say anything a lot of times because we know that it's going to get turned around and cause a problem a lot of times go ahead no i was going to say when you see guys that do that um yeah. what is your first thought when you see a guy that 
constantly deflects and things of that nature. What are your thoughts about his upbringing? Uh, you know what? I I've never really even given it any thought, man, because I think I think um uncon- <clears throat> unconsciously, <clears throat> you know, we all do it at some point. You know what I'm saying? Because some things we don't really speak on a lot of times within relationships. And we hold things in and, and then sometimes that comes out, you know, during, during an argument, or, an argument you know, or something like that. So I think men do it too. I don't think it's just you know, women, but I think I, men hold things in a little more. You know, for, for me, when I see men, you know, constantly deflect, you know, it's I see a guy that has no sense of self-awareness. And I figure for me, I, men who are like that, it usually comes from their mothers. Usually they grow up a mom's boy, you know, their mother probably tells them they can do no wrong. From what I've seen, that men that act in that kind God. of way. guys that been coddled or, yep. like you said, uh, had a mother that always excused their behavior. Yeah, uh, it, it's always a, a, a lack of accountability. You know what I mean? Like, um, and I want to be clear: there's a difference between you know. Sometimes I know from a guy, you'll have a, a conflict with a woman, and she'll ask you, "So why'd you say this? Or why'd you do this?" And then as soon as you start trying to explain why you did such and such. She, oh, you're yeah. just making an excuse. You just make, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, give you a reason. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to know what I thought or what I was, why I made my choice or my decision, or you don't? Um, and a lot yeah. of time, like he said in the video, it's very difficult for a man to complete his thought. Um, uh, and yeah. a lot of times, when a man is in an argument with a woman, the time he gets to talk, he has to spend correcting lies and exaggerations that she was oh, yeah. using against him yeah. while she was. So talking. basically, so basically, <laughs> you know what they say? So basically, that it's going to go all in left field. You're going to have to explain something else. Like, Wait a minute. Like, that ain't not what I said. That ain't what I meant. Yeah. So that's that's typically how it goes. So you got to really be like, you know, when, when you a man. It's like karate, man. Yourself, yeah. When you can articulate yourself well. And, and had his verbal jitsu, then you you won't fall victim to that stuff. You'll be able to point it out, and then uh, hopefully get them to see what it is that they are doing. But it's a hard thing, man, to sit there and listen to somebody, man, talk to you about things that you need to correct. Mm-hmm. Even as a man, you know, you got to be True. able to sit there and hold that, and then assess what you're doing, and and then be like, okay. Maybe maybe you're right. It takes a lot of maturity to do that, man. And a lot of account self accountability for you to be able to do that. And you know, some people can't do it, men and women. But it's something that all of us have dealt with as men out here um, in the dating world. All right, man. Uh, I wanted to keep the ball rolling. This next video uh, that we're gonna talk about uh, went viral. I seen a lot. I seen it reposted by a couple of the big big uh, pages. Um, it's a video of Ayana Savant. Uh, and Ebony Williams uh, discussing dating standards in men. Uh, and she got asked a question about would she date a bus driver? Let's take a look. Would you date a bus driver? You. Would you date if a bus driver? If he owns the bus. If he owns no. it. If he owns the bus. See, that's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. Okay. Because the standards and requisites, and I'm not talking about him laying on his sofa playing video games all day. <laughs> I'm not talking about Mm -hmm. that, but the standards and the criteria that we use to measure men is off for who Mm -hmm. we are as women and who they are in this society. I would date a bus driver Mm -hmm. if he was, if he loved driving the bus, if he was a man of Mm -hmm. integrity, if he was good to his mama, 
If he treated me well, I would date a bunch. Now, I, I wouldn't necessarily say um, a woman having standards or preferences is wrong. Um, but I would, it, it, I mean, everybody has preferences. Um, right. But a lot of the preferences women have eliminate so many men out in society that they do themselves a disservice. And a lot of times it lacks the logic, you know what I mean? Because yep. if you can't, if you can't figure out a person's ambition level or what that what, what skills they have while you dating and kicking with them, you might meet them while they were making 40,000. Well, we've all seen stories where that person goes from 40 to 80 to 150 to 500. Like you, you don't know what that person could do with the right connections or the right, um, other influence in their life. And so when women limit men like that, like, oh, nope, you're not at this level, I wouldn't even give you the time of day, I think they do themselves a, a disservice. They do do themselves a disservice, but in her defense, she's 40. She don't have time to sit around with a dude <laughs> making $50,000 or $40,000. $40, like, she just don't have that type of time. Um, but on the flip side of that, <clears throat> she's completely unrealistic because I'm sure she makes, let's say, $500,000. She's talking about a 1% man, but she's not a 1% woman outside of her money. What, what these here types of women don't understand is that their money don't make them quality to men that she wants. She wants a man that's an upper tier earner. So he don't care about her money. So her money isn't her value, but so many women uh, go to college, get their careers, get their degrees, and they hold that money and that's that career and degree to such a high status because that's what they look for in men. And they want to project that on us for what we should look for in them. And that's yeah. just not the case because we don't look for that for, for the men that, that make really nice money, be it uh, uh, you know upper 10% guy or upper 5% guy. He's not looking for a woman to match him or bring a table to a table. He's looking for a woman that's going to be submissive to him, that's going to be cooperative and agreeable and accountable, not a boss chick. And that's what they hate, even though reality is showing them that they can't get it. Does. You know, yeah. Man. Yeah, I just thought her stands were unrealistic. I mean, she didn't really expand on what kind of guy she wanted, but she just said, oh, he has to. Own the well, you know, I mean, you, she want to yeah, do with yeah, money. Like yeah, yeah. most women, that's that's where their their yeah. selection process you know, starts. You know, it's crazy. You know, you know, a lot of bus bus jobs can make six figures. Like bus jobs in New York, that work for the New York they City Transit Authority, they can make six make six figures. And let's just say, you know, they have a CDL, so let's just say they get other endorsements on the CDL and you know do trucking. You but know, see, but see, just just yeah. the mentality, right? A yeah. woman that will refuse to date a guy because he's at a certain level. You don't know this. The, the, the dude could learn the skill set from being a bus driver to have a limo service. Or so, you know what I'm saying? Like exactly. something that, that could easily get scaled and, and completely change his lifestyle. But the, the problem, though, like when you talk about women on the dating market, like guys like like SD was saying, we don't we don't even look at things the same way. Guys are not in the club trying to figure out which woman got on the most expensive watch or who got the most money. <laughs> or the most expensive purse. They're not. Nope. They're not. We we that's that I, I I assure you, we don't we don't look at we're not paying attention to none of that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like so 
the women, their whole approach to dating and their, their, the way that they market themselves on the dating market, uh, they, they eliminate so many of their potential candidates. And then the guys that they do like, they use the wrong bait. Um, so, so, so this is the thing, like what women, women understand that men are visual, right? Women yeah. understand it. That's why they go get their hair done and makeup and put all this stuff on. Right. But what they don't understand is that the more money a man makes, the more visual he's going to be, the more money he makes, the more, more things you have to, yep. yeah, the more things you have to bring to him in a different way. He's going to look at you under a magnifying glass to see your, see if you're really pretty or is it just makeup <laughs> and weed? If you're really submissive, <laughs> are you really submissive or is it just an act that you're doing? Do you really behave like a wife while you outside or, or are you really ratchet on the side? Do you really dress modest like a wife, somebody that I should give my last name to? He gonna be more on you than any other man because he got more to lose if it goes bad. So that's why men of a certain caliber want a woman of a certain caliber uh, once they get their money up there like that because honestly, she is a six. She's a six, bro. Like she ain't really that. I mean, she's so, okay. She, she's I mean, a she's little average. over average. She's a little and, over average. average. Right? Yeah. right. And so a right. man that's making a that's that's driving a bus, if he making seventy thousand dollars, that's about right for her looks range. That's about right for how she looks because she don't she don't uh, her looks don't get her five hundred thousand nine times out of ten. Like I mean, can it happen? Sure, anything. I get struck by lightning. But, but they but, they never right. they never view it the, like that though. You they know don't. what I'm saying? Like that's most women, most exactly yeah. like most women. Most of them, you know, tonight's episode, the illusion of beauty. Uh, most women don't realize that they're average. Like they take offense to the to the notion that they're an average. You can have five thousand women in a crowd, and all of them feel like they're supposed to be nines and tens. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's like. Man, wow. that's that's so crazy, and it it doesn't help in any of them. You know what I'm saying? Like to have even even though the reality shows them that they ain't nines and ten. <laughs> like the reality, the reality gonna show you regardless of what you think about yourself. It don't really matter. It matters what the men who see you think you are. If they want to date you or not, but, that's what matter to. But they get lied well, to all day. They girlfriends tell them, "Yeah, girl, that's it." Yeah, you look good. You a dime. Any man to be happy but, to have you. And the men be but, like, uh, no. in the bedroom. But, yeah, yeah. But but it's crazy because she thinks that and she thinks a bus driver making let's just say eighty thousand. She thinks that's settling. And exactly. hell, that's not even just. There's not even a lot. There's not an over majority of men that are making eighty thousand for that matter. Well, listen to this. Right. Listen to this. But she won't <laughs> think of this. She won't think of a man making five hundred thousand as settling on her because she's a six with a bad attitude because i have seen this woman's attitude on other videos and mm -hmm. other things and you can kind of see it there when they say well yeah. you made the butt drive entitlement yep. but look at the but look at the results she's now i don't know if y'all know this but she said it herself on another um uh show she's i don't know going to get it. a she's going to get a sperm donor to have a kid on her own Look at that. You'd wow. rather, or by yourself, put Volunteer your to be a single mother? Volunteer Bro, to be a single mother. And <laughs> not a But check this out. But put your kid at the at the worst 
statistical disadvantage in the United States by raising them without a dad. Then go and get a bus driver that might be making a hundred thousand. That is amazing. That that's, that's what you choose. Man, that's wild. Try trying to understand their logic is is always going. You always gonna come up short. Uh, but but it's a very common thing. The dating decisions and the stances a lot of women take are the reason that they're in their 40s and 50s by themselves. Uh, and they're all fiending for the same dude. And so that's why you see them in a lot of cities, they're fucking the same men. <laughs> um, and so they all have hopes that he's going to marry them and provide, pay all their bills and do all, provide them with this kind of lifestyle that most of them are never going to get. Um, but th- that's on them. Like her having delusional um, dating standards don't hurt. Don't hurt men. You know what I mean? No, it don't. Because men, men are men got the especially a man, let's say he is a bus driver, he making 90, a hundred thousand. He's got a nice array of women that he can choose from if he so chooses to have those women. Thanks. He ain't got an Thanks. issue. Y'all the ones with the issue where you can't find these particular men that y'all want because you are outside of your league. It's no different than a guy that's working at Taco Bell making $30,000 a year, but he wants a, but he wants a, a Instagram top model. Bruh, you out your league. She won't Ruth, Chris, and Birkenbag. That's out your league. It's the same thing for women when we talk about, when we talk about your looks, your attitude, your behavior, and your mindset. These are all things that a top a percentile man is going to scrutinize more than anything. Your shape, your behavior, your mindset, and, and uh, 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 how you how you carry yourself out here. So yeah, those are the things. things no. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say because those are the things that directly influence what he's going to experience with you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like uh, I, we constantly try oh, to teach women you know, that. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm just be interested in what kind of men she's been dating all these years. Bro, I mean, she she's. I, I'm pretty sure she she's not ugly, so she is an no, attractive not at all. woman. Not I'm pretty ugly. sure she's been she's been getting dick from lots of attractive, successful men her whole life. Of course, but hey, that's that's but they, wife none of them, but none of them have wife or had a kid with her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but they they always seem to view that as none of those men were good enough, or they she was the 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 loss in every situation, and that's usually not the case. Yeah, I seen a video with her where she said she called off her engagement because the the guy she was engaged to uh, wanted to be with his kids during COVID or something like that. Spend the time with his kids during COVID, so she called off the engagement. I I, I still got that video, but that's why she said uh, she called off her engagement to the guy she was Crash dummy decisions. Okay, not not surprised. So so in, in, in essence... Buddy just dodged a bullet by not marrying a chick with that type of logic and decision making, which is a very key component to a man's happiness. So the the men that make smart decisions and choose women for the right reasons typically put themselves in better situations long term uh, for their own sake and for their children's sake, which is the fundamental purpose of men. Providing for their families for when they here and when they gone. Yep. Man, we uh time's flying by, y'all. Uh look like we up against the clock. Uh we about to take a quick break. Uh when we come back, we'll be getting into tonight's topic, illusion of beauty. Uh where we'll be talking about 
makeup, beauty enhancements, and how that impacts dating and women's perception of themselves. Uh, y'all are tuned into the Hold a Husband podcast. We'll be back in a minute. Hi, I'm relationship coach and Arthur Terry Duran, and I am pleased to announce that my book, It's Not That Complicated, is finally available as an audiobook. So if you don't like to read or you just don't have time to read a paperback book, this audiobook is perfect for you. You can listen to it while you're in your car, while you're at work, etc. In the book, I break down how husband material men think and operate in regards to sex, love, and relationships. And I provide real quality insight on how husband material men approach dating. The audiobook is available on audible.com and on iTunes. All you have to do is go to one of the websites and search for my name, Terry Duran. Go download your copy today. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Hold a Husband podcast. We have our guest for the evening on tonight. We got Angel. How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, well, I appreciate you taking the time to come out and chop it up with us. Uh, we're we're, we're uh, wanted to anxious to discuss the makeup industry and, and how that impacts dating uh, and women. Uh, but before we get into that, can you let our, our audience know a little bit about yourself, where you're from, your background, etc.? All right, uh, my name is Angel, um, uh, also known as the Makeup Biz Coach um, on social media, Instagram, Facebook. And I'm a makeup mogul. I own a makeup uh, bridal beauty agency with a staff of about six other stylists. I have a cosmetics line and I also teach aspiring makeup artists how to become the best themselves. You know, I'm from Memphis, but I'm all over the place. Memphis, Tennessee. That's, right. Right. That's what's up. That's what's up. So how'd you how'd you uh get into the business? What what steered you in that direction? Uh, a couple of things actually. Um, I was working in corporate America. Hated it. The worst thing ever. I would yeah. have to sit in the car for thirty minutes before I go inside. I was miserable. And uh, makeup has always been a passion of mine since I was maybe 12 or so years old. So around that same time, I had little cousins going to prom and they were like, you know, can you do my makeup for me? Because I'd always done a little bit on myself. They were like, can you do my makeup? And I did. And it came out good. And I was like, I think I can do this. (laughs) And people were like, you know, you do pretty good. Do my makeup. And I was like, sure, if you pay me. There you go. All right. Can't knock the hustle. Uh, that's what's up. Uh, and so I come from an era, I, you know, I'm, I'm in my mid forties. Uh, so I come from an era where women didn't get, you know, a lot of makeup on unless it was a wedding or prime or some type of special occasion. Wait, wait a minute. What era? You say mid forties. What era was this? I don't want to know. I grew up in the nineties. I grew up in the, I'm, I'm a nineties baby. Gen X? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. So. Nah. Yeah, what you mean? Nah, I mean yeah. I, I didn't see see women so wearing you, um, large like makeup yeah, wasn't a big thing back in the nineties. Like makeup that. was absolutely a big thing, but the but really was, red. you didn't recognize it. That's what it was. You didn't recognize it wasn't so much makeup. Yeah. Okay, so it's just so a lot more overt yeah. now. Yeah, yes. okay. Yeah. Are yeah. you saying? Well, yeah, I, I would say it's a lot. It's more extreme. I would definitely say that. I would say from the nineties, sure. If you look at uh, like. Aaliyah, just think of Aaliyah, yeah. and you think she's okay. real. She always had a face full of makeup on. Every really? time you saw her, so, she was fully beat to the you, So, Angel, are you saying they were better at hiding it then than they are now? Is it- I think the aesthetic then was just a little bit more neutral, 
you know, okay. flesh tone colors. There wasn't now the girlies are wearing the bold colors and the glitter. Gotcha. And the so it's a different aesthetic. But if you think back in the eighties, the going thing was pink blush and blue eyeshadow. So you know, y'all can't tell me about makeup now. You can't tell me about makeup. Makeup hey, okay. in the eighties, makeup was over the top. Hey, you educating us on this here? Let's see. I know. So. Well, I was gonna say, uh, well, now it seems like um, now that women are more exposed to camera phones, social media, and internet, um, I think makeup um, is starting to, to shift how how women perceive themselves. Because uh, there are women that won't post a picture without a filter and things of that oh. nature. Um, what are your thoughts on women that, that take it too far with the makeup or disguising how they really look? Um, I think, I do think it can be an issue, especially with some of the younger girls who don't even need as much makeup as they're putting on. But I think it's a social media. I think it's the Instagram lifestyle that yeah. hottie, baddie look that the video girls, the celebrities, they're pushing that agenda and the young girls see it and that's what they want to look like. That's what they want to emulate. So mm -hmm. I do think it's an issue. Um, that some women can't see their their own natural beauty or can't yeah. see themselves um, without a lot of makeup on. Um, it's just, I don't know, that's the culture we're in. But I will say this, white women do not leave the house without makeup on, period. At all. Yeah. Really? I, I, Ever. Yeah. I stopped talking to a chick because of that. She would not let me see her without makeup. Yeah, and I was like, like I was like, nah, I can't. Yeah, something was going. I don't know if she was high <laughs> razor bumps or Adam's apple, but I'm like, no, nah, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> she probably had hyperpigmentation. She probably had skin discoloration, you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. but she was adamant against it. Like, you would never see me. I said, well, what if like we get married or something? She said, you ain't gonna see me without makeup. Like what you gonna, what you gonna do? Go to bed with makeup on too? <laughs> I have no idea, but I wasn't. I, mean, I know. I kid you not. I know women. They they wake up early to just so their man won't see them without makeup. What? Yeah. That's amazing. Do you think that's a, that's a, a self esteem issue? Like, and then men put a lot of pressure on women to look a certain way, to have a certain aesthetic. Men do that too now. Man, I mean. I, I, I think most guys are realistic about how women look. Like we know that what we see on TV and posters, they 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 at a movie shoot or you know some of our photos are set. Like that's not how women look in real life. Um, at least not on a regular basis. They do when you go into the club or things of that nature. But right. in real life, I don't I don't think that. Like I think guys are very attracted to a chick in Walmart. And with some sweats and a big booty, absolutely, yep. makeup or not, it's the big booty. It's the booty. Man, forget that makeup. <laughs> well, hey, it, it, hey, it's something. Man, forget it's that not makeup. The but uh, there, women do know that, though. We 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 always talk about how we get more action when we out here looking bummy. Catch me at Kroger at six o'clock in the morning looking bummy. I Why? get more play than dressed up. Men don't Not, like all that makeup. We yeah, really don't. I get it. I get it. But we like it. That's the problem, especially the birthday makeup. 
like that birthday makeup or that, that wedding, that, that wedding makeup. That's oh, horrible, man. These damn. chicks looking like Michael Jackson out here with all this makeup on. That's my bread and butter. What are you saying? <laughs> that's your that's hey. your bread and butter, and it's all good. But for the dating, I don't want to see no chick come to me with thirty pounds of makeup on her face. No, ma'am. I want to see I it. your natural state, and then if you throw yep. on a little something. Then I already know that you're fine in your yeah. natural state, so right. a little bit here yeah. and there is cool. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But yeah. man, look. Okay, so yeah. men men typically like my makeup. And if I if a woman comes to me for makeup and she's saying, Well, I'm going out with my husband or I got a date, I'm gonna do the makeup more so to cater to him because he's gonna be looking at her face all day. She's not gonna see herself until she look in the mirror. He's gonna be looking at her, and a lot of men don't like the I know it, I know it. They don't like it. All right, now when it comes to makeup, uh, it seems to be two two extremes, right? Okay. Uh, we, we know that there's a woman that does it to enhance her natural beauty, and then we have women that it's, it seems like they put on a whole costume, they completely transform themselves from someone that I would never even offer a drink to, to looking like an Instagram model. Uh, where do you draw the line between a woman enhancing her beauty and completely transforming her appearance? I, I don't draw the line. To each his own. You know, if a woman wants to come in and get a different face, I'm all for it. That's, you know, that's yeah, her. Just pay that's the money. money. <laughs> yep. Just pay I'm the money. Beat it, I'm going to beat her down and I'm going to transform her. Snatch her nose. I'm going to do it. Okay. So, so, so being a, a makeup artist, you can do stuff like that. That like that, women can be that specific with what they what they do, what they oh, look. Yeah, a lot of them come in specifically and say, "I want you to make my nose look smaller." Yeah, yeah. Wow, you you like a miracle worker. <laughs> I tell you where to get magic. Here you go. It is what it is. I mean, it's not fair. The men are wearing toupees and well, wigs. Nice. I don't wear no toupees. <laughs> Everybody want to go swimming on the first day. I mean, it is what it is. That's for the women. <laughs> That's where it came from. It came from the women. Do you think that uh, filters has 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 that affected you any in your business? And what you think about filters? It has not affected me in my business, but I think it has affected people and their self-image. A lot of people, men and women, don't really? like to see themselves without filters. Yeah, and it's a really? little disturbing. Yeah. Me? I, I ain't never known of no dude using filters. Have yeah. Yeah. I don't, me yeah. either. They wearing them. Not no straight men. I don't know straight men that yeah, exactly. use filters. I'll I say said, that. I said grown men should not be wearing filters whatsoever, period. No filters. I, I, that, was, that, was, that was always my mind with that. Well, you know, the women now, they, they'll get their makeup done and still put a filter on. And then I'll, I'll be doing live, <laughs> excuse me, I'll be doing lives with them and then they'll move their hand across their face and their lips is on their hand. I'm like, that's a filter. I can't even say <laughs> yeah. it. with a filter. Like, why? Why are women? Why do you think that? Um, why do you think that women do that? Like, um, are so uh, into the filters and so much make and change completely changing their face like that? Like, do you think, like Terry says, it's a self-esteem issue? Like, they don't really like themselves, or 
not comfortable. It may not what even be it? that. It's it's just people want to look better. Everybody wants to look better than, especially online. People want mm-hmm. an online image. You know, they want to look better. The yeah. the filters nowadays are, they make you look slimmer. They're gonna cut that double chin off. They're gonna give Ooh. you a natural tan. You know, to lift your eyes. The filters are they they're pretty good so down. A lot of them. They are. They are. Yeah. So, 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 Angel, that's been in your lot of work. Do you think makeup and beauty enhancers are responsible for the inflated self perception that a lot of women have, where average women don't seem to have that? Um, I think social media plays a big role into that. When I'm out with everyday women, it's not an issue. I gotcha. think it's it's exacerbated on social media. Especially like the BBLs and stuff. I'm so glad mm-hmm. they're going out of style. I don't know what to Me do, too. but that stuff is it's inflated on social media. And then women kind of get them, you know, get the lines confused and want to look like those social media girls in real life. And I don't, I just don't agree with it. I don't really care for it. To each his own. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. necessarily do it, but Man, I don't listen. know. It's it could be a bit much. I'm yeah. tired of these fours. Acting like they tens out here. That's what I'm These fools acting like they tens, man. Talk it's, about it's they dying. The, it's on the inside. What? No, it's not. It's not on the inside. It's on your face. It's on your face. Now that's where it's at. You can't get past yeah. the face. You can't get past. Yeah. I don't care what your insides is like. If if you uh, if you ain't attractive, that's just what it is. So what is attractive? What's attractive? See, yeah, that's that's where the lines get blurred, right? Because men, as as visual creatures, we see what we see, and okay. so when we when we find out, it could it, a lot of it could be she could have on buddy booty pads and fake lashes and fake this and fake that. So it becomes like you trying to figure out what what's really what she really look like, what is really her, you know? Uh, and and that really uh, creates an issue when women are requesting real men, um, and so it's like what is considered real if it's not how she really looks okay yeah. so i mean but for me uh it's a whole spectrum if you talk about we just talking about face and makeup and filters and all that for me a woman that's attractive it is so vast i like all shades of women i like all sizes of women i like just a pretty woman that's pretty for me i don't like a woman when i see you like i met this woman one time i was at the store and she said hey i follow you you the hoe I'm like, nah, that's not- <laughs> So I said, okay, I follow you too. What's your Instagram name? She gave me the name and I said, no way this is you. She looked Basically, she was a catfish. <laughs> she was. I was like, no way, man. You are horrible in person. But her, her pictures, <laughs> that's just what it is. Like her pictures, she had a lot of makeup and she had filters on. But in person, I was like, no way, this is you. You lying. Oh, and um, yeah, I, don't, I don't like that. That's why I like natural, natural women that's pretty or that I find attractive without all of the makeup and without all the extras on, man. That's what I that's what I like. I mean, I run into the same thing. I run it, you know, because I'm a makeup artist slash local celebrity, I might see people out and they're like, hey, and I'm like, Hey, <laughs> I don't know these people without uh-huh. the fingers and I don't uh-huh. without the angles. I don't know, so I get it. And then y'all run into a lot of the girls, especially the youngers in their twenties or whatnot. 
you cannot tell the difference between them and the trans men. Wow. They, oh, come they on. They have the same wow. aesthetic. I was going to say, uh, I didn't want to bring that up. That could be a real touchy subject, but man, there, there have been trans women that they look like you can't tell. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like, and it, it, it's the combination of the plastic surgery and the makeup. A lot of them, they may be taller than the average woman or, you know, things of that nature. But man, just, just no lie. The trend, I mean, makeup transformation goes both ways. Yeah. I know some trans, trans men, women that, that are men now. Yeah. You, they, they just short. They look like short dudes. You can't <laughs> tell that they, they women, you know what I'm saying? Like, so. But they they put on makeup and and they doing and stuff. they doing it they looking good like mustache you know? they they it is what it is oh I, I feel kind of I feel bad for you fellas sometimes I'm gonna stay quiet you know? <laughs> I, I thought you, I thought you was gonna thought you was gonna say something man uh, hey man look yeah. look listen 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 don't don't offend the alphabets man don't offend the alphabets. You could always tell by the hands and the feet, cause ain't no real, ain't no. Most women ain't wearing a thirteen, bro. Most women ain't wearing heels for the thirteen. Bro. Like, come on, now you ain't pulling heels. It. No way. But I, I love it. I still love it. I love makeup. is an art form. It's a form of expression. I still love it. I got a question for you. I wanted to ask you. We we were having it. Well, my our. our co-host went viral recently uh discussing little boys wearing makeup uh what are your thoughts on on little boys wearing makeup and painting their nails and stuff like that i feel like if that's what they want to do then so be it as far as you know the mix and gender roles and societal rules around gender we may as well get accustomed to things changing because they're changing and that's not going to stop. So mm -hmm. to constantly fight against, you know, what, who is and what people want to identify as is going to be pointless because it's not going to change. So if a little boy wants to do it, some of my best favorite makeup artists are males. Some of the most famous makeup artists in the world that do the celebrities that you love are males. So I don't see the problem with well, the boys playing in makeup. No. No. Yeah. No. Can definitely make a good living with it. Absolutely. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Go ahead, No way. No way. Our kids need to be. And this is the problem that I have with this man. See, y'all have got me on this now, right? <laughs> society. Oh, yeah. We we let society dictate to us too much about what we should do with our kids. If you are an adult, do whatever it is you want to do as an adult. But we don't let kids eat what they want. We don't let them uh, uh, wear what they want outside or do what they want to do in school. But when it comes to doing things like this, that's more girl things or boy things or dressing more like girls or whatever, it's whatever. Do whatever you want to do, little Bobby. No, you are, you are a boy. So I'm going to guide you in that way of a man to teach you, to show you how to be a man because kids don't know who they are or what they are. It's up to us to guide them a certain way. I'm not with this societal stuff that everybody can do everything. And then when we get older, the women say, but it's a man's job to provide and protect. 
but as a kid, we can't teach them that it's that it's uh, certain things. That's a boy and a man's way of being. Well, no, I ain't with that. It it, it uh it becomes a, it creates a conflict. Like once they become a teenager and they start, they they have their own voice because as a, an adult. Yeah, I mean, but they're not technically adults. They they could be fourteen or thirteen, and mm-hmm. it'll it can create a situation where you're if they can't come to you and talk to you about what they what they got going on, they right. gonna go to the internet. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that that's where it can become dangerous. Um, and in a, a lot of cases, if they friends find out or they get they get bullied or humiliated could be a suicide you know that's where your teaching that's where your teaching comes in from a child train a boy up from a child same with a girl (laughs) you train you train you train your kids up in the way that they should be period and and some of them get older and things happen like if you talk to the psychiatrists and psychologists that deal with these here types of situations they'll tell you 80 90 percent of the the people that come to them from this community had some type of trauma happen to them as kids or things that happened to them. Yes, they will tell you this. Professionals will tell you this. So I'm just not going to leave my kid out here for society to raise him. I'm going to raise you like I was raised, my father was raised, my grandfather was raised, my great-grandfather, and so on and so forth in the way of a man. Now, if you get older and you want to change whatever it is or act a certain way or a different way, cool. But while while we here, you gonna learn how to be a man from a man. Forget so what's your son would say he <laughs> to wear dresses. He wanna say wear dresses again. and lip gloss. At, at what age we talking? As a kid? Seven, seven. Ain't no way. No, we that ain't what we do, son. <laughs> That's not what we do. We play ball and wear pants around here. Girls, <laughs> girls wear lip gloss and dresses in my house. This okay. is what this is what girls do. And you show, and this other example, do you see daddy in dresses and lip gloss? No, you don't. Cool. Now, when you get older, you're old enough you to can make do what your you own want. decisions. You do whatever make you want. Make your own decisions. But, but as kids, they don't know is what I'm saying. They don't know. A lot of boys want to play with dolls and dress like girls and go paint their nails with the girls if they're around a lot of women. A lot of them want to do that. Well, you well, I, you also, it's not, I, I would say, in our generation, I would say that, but in this generation, they got celebrities that do it. They got famous trans people. They got celebrity trans people. Do so whatever. they're in a, I know, so they're in a society where, I mean, just look at the bathroom labels. Like, like they're playing, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like gender neutral uh, bathrooms. Gender neutral and all that. But yeah. that's kind of, that, that's kind of off the topic of, of the makeup. Um, but I, I just wanted to uh, to see what the thought was because it it it, um, it could be really problematic um, if things go too far um, and it, it can make them a target as well. Um, it looked like uh, we are uh, up against the clock. Before we got out, out of here, Angel, uh, I wanted to, to uh, give you the opportunity to let people know where they can find about your businesses and that they can reach on social media. Oh, absolutely. You can look me up on Instagram at Makeup Biz Coach, B I Z Coach. Um, and if you're in Memphis, I'm very easy to find. Look up Memphis Makeup Artist, Google it. I'm all over social media with the number one makeup team, Glam Squad in the city. You can't not find us. People come in town all the time. We had some girls in town for Janet Jackson this past weekend from Houston. Yep, they found mm. me. Yep. So I'm easy to find. 
All right, uh, well, before we go, uh, I want to give another shout out to my man, Brother Soul Productions, for keeping us laced with our background audio. Uh, and I also want to remind y'all to continue supporting the podcast by donating to our Cash App and our PayPal. Uh, JNSD, I appreciate y'all linking up with me so we can get another episode knocked out. Uh, and Angel, we appreciate you taking the time to come out and chop it up with us. We really enjoy the conversation. Thanks for having uh, me. Absolutely. This has been another episode of the Hold a Husband podcast, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Peace.